Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and Brannick and I did an episode for Memorial Day long ago, and lo and behold, you know, between moving things around and shuffle, 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 it got lost in the shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I don't even know the movies on this thing. I have no idea what we did. I know we did something, and I hope you enjoy it. Enjoy it for our Labor Day special. Here we go. Labor Day Memorial Day special. Cool. Hit it. Jim Phoenix here, and boy, do we have a special episode for you, a Memorial Day's episode. So for all your veterans, I want to say what's up. And <laughs> What's up? What's up? We <laughs> usually have a special guest. We are not having a special guest, but it's a special episode. And what we wanted, and as soon as I said that, I know we have a veteran on staff. Motherfucker! <laughs> really? But he... He couldn't be here. We asked. Yeah, yeah, he really couldn't be here. Yeah, he couldn't be here. He couldn't be here. Yeah, we did ask. We did ask. (laughs) I just felt Um, like really shady. We did ask. We salute him. We are uh, proud of him. I don't know. He's a good dude for I know. But uh, we do support veterans. We we actually have a veteran issue back when we were in his backyard. One of our issues was veteran. And then went to a couple of charities for them. But... And this Veterans Day episode, it's a little different. Usually we do one borrowed, one new, one old or blue. This time we're doing a top four veteran horror movies for... I love how you say Renick veteran. You're like what? veteran. Veteran. How do you say it? How do you say veteran? Veteran. That's what I said, veteran. Veteran. <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying the word veteran differently than you are? I think so. I think this is might be a Canadian slash American problem. Canadian, but we're coming together today to support veterans. All the veterans out there and some of the ones that just work on dogs and cats too. I, I think vets need love too. But with my as you, my Co-host J.M. Brannick already said hello to make fun of the way I said the word veteran, I guess. <laughs> hello. Yay. Well, with that being said, we're just going to go back and forth. We're going to do a four, three, two, one, like our fourth, or, you know, both do a four, we'll both do a three, two, and like a top veteran must-see horror movie of all fucking time type thing. Yeah. Okay, or so that they have veterans in them. They have veterans in them. Yes. Either or, either or. Yes. Absolutely. Which kind of like made me want to do some other ones, but that's the hardest thing, honestly, was making just four. Yeah, there are a lot of good movies out there, honestly. And some of them even have veterans in them. A veteran. <laughs> veterans in them. All right, so what was your fourth one? What was your fourth one? Okay, so my fourth one is the movie Overlord, which was Overlord. in 2018. Yes. With the Nazis? Uh, yeah, it does have Nazis in it. It is, uh, um, it's like on the eve of D-Day and it's like a paratrooper squad. And basically like uh, they're sent to like destroy like a German radio jamming station. 
no. in this old church and everything goes to hell. And basically it's Nazis and monsters. Is and it zombies or they're just, I barely like, remember. They're kind of like monster zombies, kind of like, okay. what's that one game where they're monster zombies, but basically kind of like Evil? that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like that. And okay. um, I don't give away, you know, I'm not going to give away too much, but it is really good. I actually saw it um, with my in-laws because my father-in-law is really into World War II and tanks and things like that. So it gave him something to really chew on. Me and my stepmom love horror. So it gave us something to chew on. And it was just like a really good movie of action and character development. And it was just, it's, it's a fun romp. And do you, you know, have, do you have the year for that? Yeah. 2018. 2018. Yeah. 18, oh my God. 18, 18. I know. I saw They're that legal. like before, well, I saw that before the pandemic. It seems so fucking long ago it seems like forever I thought it was like ago. a 90s movie like are you talking about the 90s or 80s movie it's like a recent movie like 2018 it feels Holy like shit. 20 years ago yeah <laughs> absolutely and i do remember this in, in the theater and it, it was uh, pretty good pretty good pretty yeah good. it was it's a fun romp like you're not gonna it's not gonna change your world um but it is a definitely fun romp yeah what do you get the special effects? Because I know they have some special effects. It's not all just like monster makeup though, right? No, it, there was a lot of CGI, but honestly, it was pretty well done. We'll see how it ages. Uh, but there was a lot of practical effects. And on, honestly, when it got to the monster part, because there was a lot of buildup to get to that part. Yeah. Um, Which was kind of nice because it did really set the tone of like, oh, okay, this is the 40s, you know, and then when all this crazy stuff started happening... It was like uh, very atmospheric. Yeah, I likened it to not just the Resident Evil one, but there was actually a Escape from Kaffa Wischmstein or whatever it is. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like twelve thousand. Where the new one of the newer ones, where it's kind of <laughs> like zombie heavy, and they kind of like I, I think it's more akin to that. It's almost exactly that fucking plot line. Yeah, it's so, like it gets really into the action at that point. Yeah. And I, I I dug it. So what I'll make a Thulu is you give it. You know, I would give it a, a solid 3.5. Okay. That's yeah, pretty good. Holy a solid 3.5. It was a lot of fun. And that's your number four, right? That is my number four. Oh, shit. Okay, then my number four is going to be... Oh, damn it. The last second, I want to bump one of my movies. The last fucking second. And Why? It's really hard because oh you know I, I just this way now my number four is death on the nile 2022 death on the nile for if agatha christie oh. uh, the remake or the, i guess not the remake but the the thing of it with a kind of run out and is it and it's like while on vacation on the nile hercule perot must investigate the murder of young harris <gasps> hercule it, perot he's belgian yeah, yeah, they make good waffles here. So we have this setting, but it's almost immediately after the murder on the Orient Express. So mm -hmm. we had kind of run off Perot because a lot of people played Perot before. They had the great series with other people in there. 
And we have reoccurring characters of, you know, book and some of that. So we see people grow from one movie to the other. And I'm not going to give away spoilers or anything like that, but the cast or the cast for these movies for Orient Express. And I don't know who, whose budget this is, but we've got Annette Benning, Kenneth Branagh, Russell Brand, uh, Michael Roos. And it goes on a little bit. I'm not going to hit a bit. There's, there's people that are, are just, it, it's bizarre. It, it's bizarre. I actually thought Wonder Woman's in this as well. For some reason, I can't see Wonder Woman. Who, who played Wonder Woman? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think the What's most beautiful woman in the, in the galaxy. World? Yeah, yeah. No, I can't remember her name. The most beautiful woman in the galaxy. I can't remember her name. Who is a veteran? Uh, well, I, yeah, I guess she's Israeli, right? Gal Gadot. Yeah, she was. A, yeah, and she was. And she was Bet- in the, veteran by um, default. Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders. Motherfucker! How did I not get this? I'm firing my agent if she was dead. <laughs> if my agent wasn't dead, I'd fire her ass. Uh, Sharon, you're you're oh, you're fired. Awkward. Yeah, well, get the Ouija board out. She's been dead for a while. I mean, it's what oh. it is. But it's been, it's directed by Kenneth Branagh, and it's uh, you know. It's decent. It's maybe arguably not as good as the Orient Express one, but it gives Perot a better backstory. And and Perot is the veteran in this as well, so it gives him a backstory. It gives why kind of why he's so fucked up. I really need to, and I kicked myself when it was in the theaters because I really needed to take my mom to go see these because she is a huge Agatha Christie fan. And I did not because I'm a terrible child and I really need to update her on these because I think she would love to watch this because her kill pro is her favorite. Yep. You do murder first and then Niall second. Yeah. She would murder first. Super eat this up. It might be on, is it on Disney app or Apple plus? I honestly can't remember. If anyone know, call in. <laughs> you guys can't call in. I'm Our just number kidding. is five, 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 five. Go fuck yourself. Uh, so that's the, that's the, that's pain. Oh wait, that's Payne's number. That's Payne's number. Sorry. Uh, he, he's actually not here today. Thank he's, God. He's watching Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I'm giving this one. Ooh. Yeah. 3.5. Okay. 3.5. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where we were both starting for number four is a 3.5. Okay. What's your number three? Okay. So this one might be a stretch. I don't think it's a stretch because there is a veteran in here and he plays a tremendous part in the movie. And it's an amazing movie. It's maybe one of my favorite movies. It is Jaws. And of course, Ooh. I'm talking about Quint, who is on the USS oh. Indianapolis. Holy shit, I always thought it was pronounced Cunt. Is Quint? It's Quint. No, man, I've been saying the name. like It's like veteran. I just can't say that yeah, name. Yeah, you, yeah, you've been, and you've been calling everybody Quint all these years. <laughs> all those days. Like, that and, one, uh, like the, the, the Cunt Jet, I think that's in a DC universe. Yeah, oh just goodness, like, like. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Byron. We're going to get you through some charities as well. We are going. We have charities at the end, so please, please listen to please the end. Don't judge me. 
Poor but uh, I have not seen the Nicolas Cage USS Indianapolis, which I need to really rectify one day. I need to have just a Cage moment and just watch all of his movies of just like the most ridiculous things. Um, but of course, we get that wonderful, wonderful like monologue from Quince and where he talks about surviving and going into shark infested waters and basically his backstory of why he hunts sharks and why he's in the water that day. And uh, it's just very haunting. Um, It's just an amazing role. You can see why he has so much luggage and baggage in his life. And uh, it's not really resolved i'm gonna do so much writing on jaws one of these days it's in me folks it's in me and it's gonna come out in big ways in the pools or something like that beaches near you now i have to ask do you like this version better than the original cruel jaws oh man cruel jaws was the original that is true (laughs) or as we know him hulk hogan Hogan and i believe the theme to star wars (laughs) Part of it. Part of it. Only part of it. The thumb, that, as much as we can afford to. <laughs> the f- first three or four the, notes. The name your tune version of <laughs> fucking soundtracks, movie soundtracks. Because uh, Krill Jazz was, you know, just an amazing movie and an inspiration in my life. And honestly, the reason why I got my shark tattoo. Cool. Uh, but you know, I have to say, I think I like Jaws better. I know it's like the sequel, like the the knockoff yeah, of yeah, Cruel Jaws. Like, that whole eighties thing. Was the yeah, 70s. I know. Or seventies. Well, what, what I mean, what year it went into the past to make the knockoff, which was I, really I, I, rude of bastards. it. Those fucking bastards always do that shit. Of course, my Cthulhu rating is like a million. It's a, a million. Five. Your fucking third movie is a million Cthulhu's out of five. Yes, yes. And if yes. anyone ever wants to see the special, there's actually a special what the shark looks like. It's basically like a shark top of like a motor, right? Oh, there's like there were three different sharks. There was one okay. from one side, one from the other side, and one from the front, and they never worked. And so they named them Bruce after. Steel, uh, Spielberg's lawyer. Um, so the name of my tattoo is he's Bruce. Bruce, they call him yeah. Bruce. And the, the name of my uh, my car used to be Bruce as well. <sighs> a lot of Bruce's. Good Bruce. Uh, it's a good name. Shit. That means Except for a lawyer. I, I need to do a. All right, my number three m- movie. Is making me wonder why is my number three? There it is. <laughs> That's never my number three one. movie. Is, is House? Oh yeah, not, not House MD, but that MD? original House. Yeah, House eighty five. The Japanese House No, no, no. Just this. Oh, House just, House just House. But it's I've seen it in the theaters. I've seen it kind of a, a rental somewhere like that. And I know it's starring Richard Mall from Night Court and George Went from Cheers. <laughs> and uh and they play the same characters it's really weird i i think they honestly fucking do in this movie it's been so long and there's a guy william cat apparently he's in it william cat is in it huh? Huh? fucking guy 
And it's, it's Roger Cobb is a Vietnam vet who has his career as a horror novelist, takes turn for the worst. When his son Jimmy mysteriously disappears while visiting his aunt's house, Roger's search for Jimmy destroys his marriages, writing career. <gasps> the sudden death of his aunt brings Roger back to the house where his nightmares began. The evil zombies in the house first Roger to endure a harrowing journey into his past. It, it's kind of a fucked up thing. It, so, it, it's, yeah. This, this movie um, scarred me as a child. Did it really? Yes, it did. It fucking resounds it. It did. It scarred me in a lot of places that I need a doll to to show where. Uh, no, like the fish on the wall when it flaps around. For some reason, that really resonated with Young Box, Whoa. and um, it it terrified me to having nightmares for like months. Right. And I think you hit it on the head. Even though I remember vaguely what the movie's about, I remember scenes of the movie still. I no, remember yeah. the ghouly looking creature, which apparently is supposed to like um, the monster in the closet's design look like napalm bodies from Vietnam with bolts or fingers. That's from trivia from IMD.com. But I remember the ghoulies, like the, the, and they're not the best. Like I, I, I watched the, the, the preview for a, a, the minute trailer. It's not the best makeup job in the world. it did it it did it for its time it really did and honestly even now there's a couple jump scares that are in it because i watched it not too long ago a couple years ago and there's still a few jump scares that got me of course i you know i am pretty prone to jump scares well i think the jump scares will get me because i haven't seen it in like 40 years mm, so i probably probably. you know like oh this looks like ah shit no, it's, oh, it's actually really good. And honestly, of course, when I was a kid, I didn't understand like the complexities of the Vietnam War right. um, or anything like that. So when it, he does start having his flashbacks, because that's what basically the house, it will find you. It will find your deepest fears is basically right. kind of what it is. And so it goes into his flashbacks of Vietnam and fighting and it gets right. pretty goopy and gross and terrifying yeah it, it gets a bit weird we didn't watch it that much in my my family but i i will say this one i i would want to watch this one again i do want to watch this one again we I, should do I, a, a carnage trois. and i might have a third person for carnage trois. yeah oh really yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know how well the chemistry has to be good because uh, if we're know, gonna carnage this trois, we took chemistry together huh him and I took chemistry together in high school. If that, that helped. Oh, you know. well, that might you know, help. His chemistry scores weren't that bad. You know, I, I, you know what? It's weird. As this my number three, but looking back, uh, I'm gonna give it like a three, maybe it's a three five again. It really should be. It wasn't like that much better than the you know the Nile one. But it's a really enjoyable movie. Yeah, I, I would like to see it again. I would like to see it again. Maybe one day I'll do a whole update on this one. Yeah, but you should. That's, yeah, that's my three. What is your two? So my two, I played by a little looser game and styles. Uh, my two is not really so much a movie as it is a show and also a movie. Yeah. Um, but also a very specific part of a show and a movie, uh, which is the Twilight Zone. Okay. Uh reboot even. It's like a show, a movie, a reboot, and a reboot reboot. 
Well, kind of, but I'm talking about the original Twilight but, Zone. So not the movie, but the TV show of William Shatner. Well, yes. Well, with William Shatner, but also there is that part in the movie as Montreal well. Montreal owned William Shatner. Did it? Not that we're haunted Montreal. We're haunted metal, by the way, if anyone's wondering. I always thought it was Motel, Haunted Motel. Haunted Motel? I can kind of see MTL, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. We should have a contest with the MTL stands for. We should, honestly. Mother Teresa Hey, Blake. everybody, go to, where are we on Twitter? Haunted MTL. Add Haunted MTL and tell us what the MTL should stand for. Yes, we don't fucking know. We don't know. We don't know. So you are choosing, you so are I'm choosing, choosing the OG Twilight Zone. OG Twilight Zone. And a little bit of the movie because it, they basically just took parts of the Twilight Zone show and just revamped it. Um, and particularly the ones that Rod Serling had written uh, because he had gone to war. It had changed him dramatically. Uh, he did earn a Purple Heart, a Bronze Star, and the Philippine Liberation Medal. And he had gone to war for quite a while. And when he had gotten out, a lot of his writing was affected by it. And he had PTSD, what we would now diagnose as PTSD. Right. And uh, even after the war, this was like an interesting fact that I didn't even know about, which was like fucking ballsy as shit. To make extra money, he would part-time test parachutes, like jumping out with parachutes. Yeah, that doesn't sound like PTSD at all. That is horrific. And uh, he would do this just before he got married. So you start off uh, easy and then go into the hard mode. I get it. So thankfully, then you get married. And honestly, too, like you could say that, you know, a lot of his experiences uh, led to his untimely death at 50 because he would smoke a lot and drink a lot, too, especially smoke. they would say three or four packs a day just to get through the day. So, but a lot of it, like I said, his writing was affected of it. Um, I tried to get some of the um, Twilight Zones, but I didn't, I wasn't able to get like a full list, but a lot, like I said, a lot of them were like King Nine Will Not Return, The Man in the Bottle. At the end, it had... Um, something to do with World War II yeah. and a lot more of his stuff just had stuff to do about war with, which is funny because as a young box, I really liked the Twilight Zone and the funny thing, it was always the war ones that just really turned me off. I was like, yeah, no, cool. No, thanks. Uh, and those were the ones he was most passionate about. Those were his like passion project ones. So I'm glad that it gave him catharsis. Yeah, I know that um, I'm in a class right now that's talking about health and psychology, and they do talk about how writing things does lower like your cholesterol, your blood pressure, um, mm-hmm. and things like that when you have a traumatic event. So uh, start writing some shit then. <laughs> Everybody start writing shit. Uh, but I thought that was great, and I'm glad that he shared that gift with us as well. Well, he, here's here's the thing about Rosarant that most people don't know, don't know that. Well, most people should know this part. The stories he created are still the ones we kind of rip off and retell. 
Mm-hmm. Like we we the grem you know the gremlin on the fucking you know all those things like that the man in the bottle. These are the things that we still try to retell in our own movies and our own TV shows and as we go on spinoff. But the second thing, and I'll have to find the episode, but I'm too lazy. There's no way I'm doing this. So if someone else wants to tell me what the episode it is, it'd be awesome. That our former co-host Voodoo Priestess, before she went to Korea, I don't know, north, south, which whatever Korea, middle, uh, middle Korea, yeah, she East. went to middle Korea, and yeah, unfortunately, she probably should check the Expedia page on that one, but. She brought up a I believe it was old where it was Rod Sterling being the the, the D, not the DJ like but the the MC of a horror collection that oh. was obviously had no idea about any of the fucking things he was supposed to introduce. Aww. He was just doing it like I don't know, it's almost for the money or it was like old Twilight Zone things that just didn't make the Twilight Zone, so they reskinned them as something else. And it was, I guess, the most interesting part of that film collection was just him. Are you sure it wasn't Night Gallery? Because some of those Night Galleries, who we? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm I, I guess Voodoo got it from like the, the discount box at a Kmart. And it was There's like Kmart still? Well, in the North Korea, that's just a new thing. Fair that's enough. Fair enough. So what were you giving Rod Sterling? Sterling. <laughs> that one, too. <laughs> I'm Don't gonna give a five, of course. A five, a five. It's, oh man, it's the Twilight Zone. Ah. It is classic, and again, <sighs> him putting his spin and his his voice into it as a veteran, I think, is amazing. And he was also told, you know, to shut up a lot of times and to back down, especially when things were heating up in the Vietnam War. And he refused to because of the things that he had seen and experienced, you know, firsthand. New York's finest. All right. So I have to follow that with this one. Oddly, I was like, oddly, this one's a war film that I remembered our theme. It is all <laughs> war themes. Holy crap. Is it a long day, man? It's just been a long day. Been Happy long Veterans day. day. Memorial's Day. Veterans. Oh, uh, yeah. Memorial, Memorial Day. Of veterans. Yeah. So this one brings me back to when I was a kid. I, I think I watched this in a theater. I know I've seen it a couple times on, on TV, but the original from 1984, PG-13, um, hour 54 minutes, Red Dawn. Oh, wow. Now, get this. It's got it's just such a far out fucking wackadoodle plotline where uh, people are just like going and buy their own business and Russia invades a, a peaceful country. Um, that, that, that would never happen. 84. What you imaginations you fucking bastards had. You sweet, sweet bastards had. Wasn't it like a school too of school children? Yeah, I guess Russia was shooting school children back in 84 as well. So this one has checked this cast out. Patrick Swayze and Charlie Sheen, Jennifer Grey, Harry Dean Stanton. These are amazing. See Thomas Howell. They're amazing powers. Booth is in this. Holy crap. There are a lot of great people in this film. 
and you catch him, Leah Thompson, is you catching him early in their career. But I have to say, you know, I think I said Jennifer Gray already. If I didn't, Jennifer Gray. You did, Jennifer which I, that that blew me away, to be honest. Jennifer Gray and Patrick Swayze, this is their first film before Dirty Dancing. Whoa. Oh. And she actually didn't want him on Dirty Dancing because of this film and the shit really? he's a pull sh- pol- on set. Not like really? the main shit, kind of like always in character, like hyped up. And like, if you ever watched Red Dawn, if you haven't w- watched Red Dawn, just turn on fucking the news right now. Imagine everyone in Ukraine's like fucking high schoolers. I that's, thought you were going to say the Russian army, that's high schoolers, that he way. was like method acting his character in Dirty Dancing. And I'm like, that's not terrible, though. But I get it now. I get it now. Dirty Dancing audition kind of like, or when they first met for Dirty Dancing and started dancing together, it kind of melted her a bit because there's the other side of it. Melted her in all the right places. It helps. So this one, I I have to say, I I don't know. I don't know because I like the cast in this one and the action is great. And I think the writing, I have not really gotten through the remake i've tried the remake and it was just dog shit to me i was like oh remake uh and the reboot of the remake on my tv set now i i just can't watch it anymore i have to watch it but i'm just tired of fucking remakes can, yeah, can well, we not have russian invade a fucking country for like i don't know a, a day that'll be nice i heard so that the remake is ask, pg-13 I wish the remake was PG thirteen. No, I think the I think the remake was PG thirteen. Oh, I was making the very semi joke that what Russia's invasion of Ukraine was the remake. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, but I don't think that was PG thirteen. Although I hear thirteen year olds are what Russia's using next, or thirteen year olds. Uh, so, do, do they still have one. gas? I thought they ran out of gas a long time ago. Oh, no, Russia. Russia has a ton of. They they sell it. No, they, they ran. It. They kept running. Their tanks kept running out of gas. Ukraine. Of Hitler. No, I'm thinking of <laughs> I'm thinking of Russia because the Ukraine went onto eBay and were selling Russian tanks on no. eBay. It was hilarious. I'll have to buy one one day. But I, I have a question. I have a question to all your fans on here. Such a stellar cast, but you don't hear much from them anymore. Jennifer Gray here, one or two, two things, but like Patrick Swayze and like Harry Dean Stanton for the careers that they're so promising careers. I haven't seen the Patrick Swayze movie in years. I have no idea what he's up to. Um, and same for Harry Dean. Harry Dean was actually active for a while and just fucking stopped out of nowhere. Um. It's kind of sad. It might be the reboot curse. I'm not sure. I think movies get reboots. The original stars just stop acting for a while. It's hard to get jobs. You could get typecasted as like the the dirty dancing Wolverine guy. I think that's what happens. Yeah, we'll talk after this episode. Okay. We'll uh, so I'm going to give this one uh, almost a four, but I'm still going to, I'm like 3.8. 3.8 Cthulhu's. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> It says boxes offline on my end. Can no idea me? why. I can still hear a box, but I hope that God is recording. I hope it is recording as well. Otherwise, it's going to be like, guess what? It's like that one episode where no one could hear anyone else. Yeah, that was with Dave. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
No idea. Yeah. No idea. So I this might be either good or horrific. We're not sure which. We're not yeah. sure which. Well, it's going to be horrific because it's like stream of demons. But yeah. so if you guys heard myself to type myself, who the fuck knows? Who yeah. the fuck knows? All right. Maybe so the, the plot twist. I was in your imagination the whole time. Maybe. 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 Hey, it'd be a real Jacob's Ladder scenario, which is also about war. Well, yes, I have been working out lately. Thank you for noticing, Box. That's very nice of you. That's very wow. Box is giving compliment left and right now. Oh my god, how sweet of you! Oh, making me blush. Stop! Stop! Yes, fine. You can take me to Mom's Spaghetti when I go to Detroit. It'll be, it'll be no problem. All right, I know you so said what? Mom's Spaghetti, but it said like sounded like you said Monster Spaghetti. Monster spaghetti, whichever. Yeah. It's all goodness. So, Box, what is yeah. your number one movie? My number one movie that I thought fit this theme perfectly yes, for, the theme. Yes. for the theme was VFW, which is a 2019 action horror film, which I've actually, I might be double dipping. I did do a review on, on the Haunted MTL site, but it's oh, really wow. good. It's VFW. Really good. VFW, Veterans of Foreign Wars. <laughs> no, I don't think it stands for Very Fine Women Box. I don't know if that's the right VFW should mm. be watching. So, it has a stellar cast. It has... Uh, stellar. It does. It has Stephen Lang, who is in... Artie Lang's in this one? Stephen oh my god, Lang. how old is this movie? He was in Don't Breathe, so a lot of people I know him as that. And um, William Sattler is in this as well. William uh, Shatner? Was, no. Was the stack he cast. Was, Artie Lang and William Shatner did a movie together. Uh, he was Death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and Face the Music. Um, he was mm. also in Sh- uh, Iron Man 3 and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But anyway, um, Martin Cove, which he is in Cobra Kai. And of course, Martin the Lawrence. Kid. Wow. This is a weird fucking collection there, Box. Are you it's sure you great, got these names right, Box? It's a great collection. Artie Ling, William Shatner, and Martin Lawrence are in this movie. Very and fine women. Fred Williamson. And oh, he used and, and to play football, American football. Uh, but then he went into acting and he played a lot of black exploitation films in the 70s and just a lot of interesting choices in his films. I think the last film that I saw him in, he was in Half Nelson. And it, uh, wait, Half Nelson, a TV show, right? No. Oh, yeah, it was a TV show based on like movie? kids, right? I think so. Like a punky Brewster type thing. Or silver yeah, I think like. so. Okay. So VHW, besides very fine women, which I don't think you got that name quite correct there, Box. But what is VHW to you? So what it is, is it's a VHW hall. It's somebody's birthday, the main character's birthday that day. And he's going in to go and hang out with his friends at the local VHW hall. VFW hall. And... um. Unfortunately, there's a gang new in town and a lady escapes from it. And the gang is not very happy because she has some information on them. And so they go into 
this, you know, establishment trying to grab her and basically take her out. And these veterans are like, uh, fucking no. And they're like, hey, old man, basically. And so it's one of those where they have to protect um, themselves, their establishment, their values, their beliefs. And there's actually, um, it's kind of cute. There's a new, um, a new guy too. He's like a new veteran. Um, You know, he's a younger kid. And um, basically them take him under their wing and, and it's just, it's, I don't want to say it's a fun movie because it's kind of not a fun movie. It's, it is good. It's gripping. It's thrilling. Uh, There are a lot of like um, twists and turns, but it is also, it's cathartic in a way because it is kind of cool to see these older actors and these older people like beat the shit out of people. especially yeah. like these like young punk types you know like so it is kind of like it's like when you go and you watch like you know something online where it's like old man beats up like you know this kid trying to rob him or something like that and it's because you know they think that this old man is a target because of his age and but think again because like it turns out he was like a navy seal back in the day so it's something kind of cathartic in that to where it's like where a vulnerable mass of people is suddenly not vulnerable. I guess in the same way where it's like a little bit like I spit on your grave or something like that to where it's like something that you, th- maybe not even that, but um, what where was you think TikTok. something ticked off, ticked off tease. Yeah. Uh, TikTok. Yeah. yeah, where you think like people are going to be vulnerable. Although I would have to say with TikTok tees, it wasn't as cathartic. Although that one girl, she was she was great with her high heel and everything. But it is something that is really enjoyable in watching um, you know, these assholes get the shit beaten out of them by a vulnerable population. So um I'm not going to spoil anything. You can also read my review on it on the website, but mm. it had a lot of fun lighting, a lot of good acting, and it was just a great movie. I th- believe I gave it three stars, and I would like to probably give it three stars again. Nice. That, that's that's pretty cool because it, you're right. I like those movies as well. That's why I like some of the Danny Trejo movies. He did like the the loner guy who just wants to be, you know, the loner who wants yeah. to be left alone. Like, hey, old man, and they pick on him, they beat the shit out of everyone. Like, it's not quite Machete, because Machete is like this, this like a superhero. Yeah. But it, it's more of like the the old guy, just like, just, like, he didn't want to do any Glover. They combine, like, I think it's like two old fucks combined. I think that might have been the catchphrase for it. <laughs> I was trying to think of the one where it's like a home invasion movie, and like the girl turns out to be, she was part of like a naturalist survival cult. And so, like, she knows how to, like, kick the shit out of people. I'm trying oh, wow. to think of it. It was filmed in Missouri, but it's it was such a good movie. But it, it was kind of like in that vein where it's like, it's just, it is very, I think. Like a quiet place where they, the guys of deaf. I Vietnam think we, that. I think a lot of times, too, people who are in, you know, a minority 
kind of have that feel like because a lot of times people are like that are bullied or something like that. And it, it is nice to just be like, yeah, fuck those assholes up. Like we want to see that. We want to see old man, you know, Stephen Lang beat the shit out of some kid. Yeah. I, 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 he deserves I can, it. I, I can get with that. I can go with that shit. So. I'm going to do my number one movie, which is weird because you, you did mention Jacob's Ladder. And I was going to mention Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence with, with Bowie from the World War II movie. And which was if you haven't seen Mr. Lawrence, you should probably see it. But my top horror and this is actually horror. People say, how the fuck is this horror? It's going to be Rambo First Blood. Oh, 1982. Yeah, Professor Stallone, it's hard because if you ever live with a Vietnam vet, or probably, I don't know, any of that maybe nowadays, uh, you kind of see a lot of, of those people in the movie. And especially, I, I know people who connected with the movie because they just want to be left to fuck alone. And especially for Vietnam, people were not really welcomed home at all. Mm-hmm. So we have Sly Sloan versus Brian Dennehy. And there's even a really weird, a little bit when he's a young kid. David Caruso's in this one as well. I kind of like what? blew my mind. I yeah, did not. I, Patrick Stack. <laughs> I, I knew Patrick Stack was in it. But David Caruso, I didn't. I blanked it out. That he's, blows he's my how mind. young he was in that fucking film. Was he like so, 12? <laughs> I think so. So if you haven't seen it, it's like the, a, a veteran from Veteran Green Beret is forced by a cruel sheriff and his deputies to flee into the mountains and wage an escalated one-man war against his pursuers. Now, David Morrell was one of the writers uh, based on a novel by, you know, but I'm going to tell you, if you read the book, it don't end the same as the movie. Oh. The book has a very definitive ending to it. And the movie allows sequels. That that's there's not a little you can figure you can figure it out, but there's yeah. a little bit of spoilerific there for the book, and it, it's a bit of a trip. Now, yeah, it, it's it's Rambo. Rambo has actually become like a name, a, a phrase. You go all oh, Rambo on him. It's Rambo, 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 Rambo. It has become a cultural icon. It's got slide between that and Rocky. That's his two hugest franchises, and now the Expendables, which my dad used to love, by the way, the Expendables. And, and I guess Expendables 4 coming out soon. So we have all these things. If you're into a movie where maybe you want to see into a little bit of psychology with people going through PTSD will be going through and you also want to see some action, First Blood is pretty decent for it. And uh, yes, there are small times like that. Yes, people were not really welcome back from the Vietnam War at all. And yes, people had a chip on their shoulder because of it. And mm-hmm. I think deservedly so to have a little bit of uh, edge because if you fight for a homeland and they don't want you, what the fuck? And I think Sly actually makes these, makes some of the quotes like, you know, nothing is over. And for many people, nothing really was over. So I'm giving this one a 4.8 Cthulhu's. It's not a perfect five. I, I have to see it and so like that, but there's some things that are still on the superhero side for Rambo. But 4.8 Cthulhu's, it's all well done, lighting, acting, all sorts of stuff, and the special effects. There actually are special effects. Check it out. 4.8 Cthulhu's. Now, 
Do you have any like not horror horror movies, but movies that are about veterans or something like that that you want to mention that are not horror related as we kind of like swing down? Uh, I just want to point out that um, in Surf Nazis Must Die, that the main protagonist, Mama Washington, uh, she's a widow of uh, a veteran. She's a widow veteran? So she's she's like, like, what, five foot tall? She's a widow veteran? No. But she is is a badass. (laughs) She's a badass, but widow people can be badass. Why did you diss some widow people for, man? Okay. Widow people too. All right. Uh, then I guess mine will be Hacksaw Ridge with James oh. Garfield. Yeah. Or Andrew Garfield, not James Garfield. What the fuck, man? Somebody, some Garfield. Garfield. Or or Garfield the cat, actually. Garfield I think he's in it. Yeah. And I think actually, he says more as hell, I think, in that movie. Uh, probably. But that was one of my dad's favorite movies was Hacksaw Ridge. And okay. It's funny because if you ever watch it, it is about a guy who basically gets his ass kicked for like hours upon end trying to save people's lives. Mm. Which that wow, we did all of our stuff by then. Holy crap. So now comes to the part where we say our plugs. Brannick, what do you want to plug? I want to plug because um studies study after study after study has shown that animals really do help, especially of trained people with anxiety, PTSD, depression, all of these things. And unfortunately, veteran services do not uh, provide these services for veterans. They don't provide service animals. So it's usually at the cost of the veteran. So there are groups out there that you can donate to to get these animals to. Uh, especially dogs. And these really, really do change their lives uh, because they have been trained on how to help them, how to react. Um, And like I said, it just, it it helps with the mental health and the well-being of the people. So one place you can go is K9, and that's like a nine. It's not like spelled out. So K9S for warriors so canines for warriors.org cool and you can go ahead and donate money to basically supply a, a dog because it takes like twenty five thousand dollars in total to train a dog um so please go do that like i said studies have definitely shown this absolutely helps people veterans in need um or wounded warriors well, that, that that's very cool. Now, I I will have to say one thing. I I, I won't give a fucking dollar to Wonder Warriors. I know oh, you're okay. using the, the tagline for Wonder Warriors, but their CEO takes most of the money. You're okay. basically paying for the guy's fucking cruises. Okay, but I've given I, to them before, but I don't know the the percentages. Yeah, I'll be good. honest. It ain't good. Okay, but but you know, I love service dogs. And I think there's an important thing. I'm, I'm very glad that we can support that. And now I feel kind of weird about mine. I'm going to plug my shoes. I got some very cool hiking boots. This is one of my three plugs. Very cool hiking boots uh, from Zero Shoes. X-E-R Shoes. S-H-O-R. S-H-O-R. Jesus. Zero Shoes. X-E-R-O-S-H-O-E-S dot com. I've got the Excursion Fusion for men. They're new hiking boots. I love them. They're lightweight. I, I'm just, I tried them out today. I've burned some holes. 
through some uh, mountains and they're waterproof and that's all I need from them. So I used to have my dad's shoes and I still do. Like I you know, fill my fill his shoes like oh, I, I kind of did. Like literally fill the shoes until he wore out the, the bottom. So thank you very much to Zero Shoes for finally getting some boots out to me. And I only know about Zero Shoes because of PowerNationFitness.org. That's Tony Horton's thing. And Tony Horton's huge with vets. And he's probably doing something on the basic. I don't know. You have to check out Tony Horton's timeline, not mine. So Power Fitness, PowerNationFitness.org is another one. And if you are in Wisconsin, the high ground, Veterans of Memorial Park, they do need donations. They are expanding. And it is for all veterans, including and especially Vietnam Veterans Tribute Fragments. And there's other vets there, everything from the older wars to the newer wars. There's no shortage of vets. There's no shortage of uh, war. So that is the highground.us. Okay. Those are my plugs. And on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, and my co-host, J.M. Brannick, we wish you a very happy Memorial Day, even though uh, this won't come out until next week. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, like, that's... And so happy Pride, basically. <laughs> yeah, happy Memorial Pride Day. All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. I hear a cat.